0: brings us together. Thanks for being with us in this trip. Cannot describe for how long I have wanted to sing this song. Uh, I think that's going to be one of my objectives uh, before the end years because I only, uh, I have only heard it. How can I say? I haven't really studied it uh, because what I was telling you earlier, uh, when I noticed that a song has this level of passion. I really try to be careful <laughs> before approaching it so that I don't yes. mess up with it because uh, this, aura, uh, this part... Say,
1: gitana, gitana
0: you, you know, that that is so intense. People may, may yeah. not uh, uh, understand it when they just hear it, but, but try to do it yourselves and you will notice that it is... I really don't know what Maria Grieber had in her veins, but it is just amazing. I don't know. Uh,
2: she has uh, very, very uh, dramatic songs. And it um, it's curious that uh, some songs are written as sung by, by a guy. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, there is that there is something that I mentioned when I was working on the on the playlist of the fifty music postcards. Uh, in one way, we have her her style of writing. Let's remember that she lived in days when there were the, the female composers were basically none. Female compos- composers had no room in in the, in the composition itself, and uh, yeah. In one hand, in the other hand, most of singers also were male. So in many of them, she was forced to change the gender of the singer so that uh, those great singers would approach the song easily. That is also the case for Pura and many others. Uh, the, the whole biography of Maria Grieber is very interesting, which uh, that is the reason why I built a complete program on Maria Grieber. And that's how I fell in love with her and learned and discovered many songs. And that is the case for another very, very, very passionate song that is called Por Si No Te Vuelvo A Ver If I Never May See You Again Uh, This one carries me also Uh, I also had to think about it a good number of weeks before trying to sing it because I remember that for the main part you will notice that I try to make more legato than written, because for me it makes more sense. But even working with the legato, it is very difficult to try to refrain from the absolute passion that Maria Grieber wrote in that song. So let's go for Por si no te vuelvo a ver.
1: Y por eso habré venido por uno a Dios. Yo no quiero con ello entristecerte, pues sé que es un martirio para los dos. He venido a decirte únicamente que, aunque viva muy lejos, jamás te olvidaré que tu imagen se ha grabado en mi mente y que agua, hostia santa, te adoraré Tú. La de los ojazos negros, la de boca tan bonita, la de tan chiquito pie. No me dejes de He levantado un castillo de amores tan solo para ti. Es un sueño que he visto realizado y ahora todo mi anhelo es verte allí. Mas si acaso el destino nos separa y tu corazón cambiara, De modo de sentir el castillo de amor que levantado me servirá de albergue para. negros, la de boca tan bonita, la de tan chiquito pie. Tú, la que eres tan orgullosa por saber que es hermosa, no me dejes de querer.
0: This is a song with so much passion, how it goes up then it goes down which goes uh, very quiet in the rapping while in the middle there is this explosion of this woman who having those beautiful eyes doesn't even pay attention to me that is so very Latin and Mexican as well. But next I think, Katya, that it is time for the surprise.
2: Okay, um, we will never be ready for this, but
0: let's do it. Yeah, please share with people what we would like to do next.
2: Uh, I I don't know, maybe I shouldn't.
0: (laughs) Come on, don't be like that.
2: Okay, uh, we are going to sing um, Morir Por Tu Amor To Die For Your Love um, by um, Belisario de Jesus Garcia it is um, it, uh, I don't know how how to say this um, we will try to sing it as a duet let's consider that we are far away um, that technology is uh, helping but probably not enough to Make us sing at the same time as it should be, <laughs> but um, I think it is a very, uh, a very beautiful song too. Uh, we're singing a lot uh, about love and the disgrace of not being loved in return. And
0: now Goodbyes
2: also, and all that stuff.
0: And also, please let me share an anecdote for this song and the special thing about this anecdote is that it is about a Katia's presentation that I had the opportunity of attending it was a good number of years ago when Katia was starting her career that she invited me to attend one of her presentations if i remember well it was at the university out the at the upaep it was a museum if i remember well and uh, uh, she had a very heavy recital, 10, 15 numbers. I don't remember. <laughs> she <laughs> sang and sang. Yes, and sang. <laughs> yes, yeah. She, she kept singing, wow. singing forever. And one thing. I was singing stupid and brave. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> but the thing that I wanted to share with you, and there is this, is something that people may not be very familiar with. Uh, Sometimes in the concerts, in the recitals or presentations, it takes time for the public to, you know, like, to, to be on the same frequency as the singer. But there is some point during those songs or areas that suddenly this connection flows. And this was the case for Morir por tu amor. She had, uh, yeah. Katia had already sung uh, four or five songs and then she announced Morir por tu amor and people were, ah, I remember. Ah. I'm not sure if she noticed, but even people were humming the melody along with her. I, I recall how it impacted me, how the public connected with her. This is an anecdote or something that I never really told her, but I was really impressed about how she managed to connect with the public that day. And it was this song that was a point uh, that really made people feel so enthusiastic throughout the uh, that presentation. And that's what we are going to be doing today. Uh, as when we improvise, please, people, keep in mind, this is an improvisation, improvisation because we have never tried this one before together. We are a good... Please
2: forgive us and keep joining us after this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but well, we will do it with much of love this this has uh, the composition of a waltz so you have to picture this song has you know aristocratic people in beautiful uh bourgeois and, uh, environment and dancing by the piano with this beautiful melody i am going to play only the beginning of the of the music because you know that i like to sing it with music but then i will stop it not because i don't want to sing it with the music but because Katia will not be able to follow the same rhythm of the melody because of the delay in the electronic communications. Okay? Okay. So, The Beautiful Morir Por Tu Amor by Maestro Belisario de Jesús García. turn of your voice I really couldn't <laughs> hear a lot oh my god uh, <laughs> but, but uh, the, the phrases that I caught, I tried to match yours uh, I hope oh, you'll you'll like th- this song uh we really 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 love uh this Mexican waltz and uh who is next is it you Katya, or is that me
2: um I I don't know you tell me I'm ready
0: I prefer that. Let's go for your song. Which one is going to be? Um,
2: Adiós, Londrina.
0: Ah, another very beautiful song. Tell us a little about yes. it.
2: Yes. Um, as as a coloratura soprano, I used to sing about birds, <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I often uh, imitate them. In in some songs, there are parts where sopranos must sing as the bird in in, in, in question um, and it's not the case because you are not singing as a golondrina but it's about um, a lady that leaves um, the nest the, the, the house probably or the relationship or the family or I, I don't know but um, She is um, leaving this guy behind and he's suffering a lot.
0: And I think that this song, uh, I must have, uh, I think that whenever people get drunk, like to listen to this song.
2: (laughs) Probably, I don't know. I haven't been drunk in my entire life.
0: But but I'm pretty sure that our grandparents did. probably ba- back in those days okay let's go for that beautiful song
3: okay. go
0: That that uh, that song is somehow uh, sad, but sad in a nice way. <laughs> I mean, not like Borrachita that's r- really oh cool no, that's and sad and dramatic and yeah. Sorry. This one is this one is like uh, if if sadness can be beautiful, I would say that could be the case for Adios, Valentina. Yeah. And <coughs> you you will not believe me, but time flies and we are approaching the hour of this program. So I think there is. Time only for two more songs left. Which is very unfortunate because I still have three more songs ready for today. So <laughs> we, we'll have to leave, to leave someone out. And we will uh, let uh, Katia choose. I have Tengo Nostalgia de Ti by Maestro Tata Nacho again. And I have two songs by Lara. I remember that we have mentioned in the past that most of them are credited to Agustin Lara, while some people who have investigated, researched, uh, think that in fact it was his sister, Teresa Lara, who actually wrote them. So I have Veracruz and I have Novillero. Which one do you Um,
3: choose?
2: I think that um, I will choose... Um, Lara, because we already have uh, listened something by Tatanacho, so I prefer uh, Al Maestro Lara. Um, and I think that I will choose Veracruz because that's my mother's place.
0: Yeah, really, I didn't know that. Yeah, and talking a little about Veracruz. People from Veracruz are amazingly joyful. Of course, people from uh, from Cordoba and Jalapa maybe not, because they live in much colder places. But for the rest of Veracruz, that have most the most important cities are by the Gulf of Mexico. People from Veracruz are cheerful, loud, telling jokes all the time, very happy about life. So, uh, Veracruzanos <laughs> in Mexico are very well known for all that. And uh, now, talking about uh, Veracruz, it is very interesting because the score that I have shows on the front page Letra y Música de Agustín Lara, but in the inside, as the score starts, it says Música y Letra de María Teresa Lara. <gasps> If you ask me, I feel this was written by Harris. I think it was written by Teresa. I really really cannot explain it, but Novillero and Veracruz, when you sing them, you don't feel Agustin in there. I feel like the pain of a woman, a much more delicate character painted there the transitions between the phrases much more careful. That is not the way I picture Agustín Lara. I really feel these two feel, and I know that there is a good number of investigators who are about to jump and (laughs) and bite my throat for saying that. But uh, if that is the case, I really feel that these two were written by Harris because I feel these ones are different to the rest of the repertory of Agustin Lara. Yeah, it makes sense. And if you agree, let's go for Veracruz, which has a very interesting rhythm, which not all opera singers can capture because operatic voices are way too loud and too wide. And this one has to (laughs) be more rhythmic, more like lovely, more like dancing, more like the character of people of Veracruz. Well, that was the very lovely Veracruz rinconcito, donde hacen su nido las olas del mar. A very beautiful description of what happens by the beaches of Veracruz. This place that we all Mexicans like so very much. Really the character, the the type of personality of people from Veracruz is just amazing. Good, let's go for our final song. Uh, let's take a couple of minutes to thank people again for having been following us. Of course, here in YouTube. Thank you very much. I, next week, I will mention the countries from, who have been watching uh, us on YouTube. Today, we mentioned people in the, following us in the podcast podcast which is very different different to the audience in YouTube for I don't know what reason, but really, really, really thank you very much. And I think one of one way to show you our appreciation is to share with you the music or part of the music that defines us as Mexicans. Those would be my wrapping words. What would be yours, Katia? Yes,
2: I think, uh, like I said, uh, at the first um... A part of the program that we are sharing this that is part of our culture of our music of our lives and it's a gift for all of you as uh, uh, just a little um, part of our um, gratitude for be sharing your time with with us and uh, sharing this music thank you
0: thank you what will be your last song
2: we will be finishing when with Cuando me vaya, when I leave.
0: Ah, that is also a very beautiful song by... Yes, King. it has the be Yeah.
1: Cuando me vaya, that is... So,
0: uh, if you're about to say your lover, you know, when I leave, you know, you will understand what you are losing. <laughs> That will yeah. happen when I leave. But and it usually
2: happens. It usually... We don't know what happens until we see it last.
0: And she has the uh, another song that could be like the other side of the story, because here you says, cuando me vaya, when I will leave you. Uh... But there is another song that tells the story of Cuando vuelva a tu lado, so when I am coming back. One song, when I leave yeah. you, and the other when I am coming back. Cuando vuelva a tu lado is also well, very beautiful.
3: It can change your mind.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's how our toxic relationships go.
2: <laughs> yeah, but it, it happens. <laughs>
0: so, with, uh, with this very beautiful song, uh, we are saying goodbye for today. And uh, let's listen to Katia's rendition of this amazingly beautiful song.
3: Fuimos tantos los dos.
0: We are posting more content in our profile in coffee, you can find us there as Oprah We love singing, all in one word, so go to coffee, K as in key, O as in
2: opera,
3: Dash, F as in food, and I as in ice, we love to see you there.